Hi guys, I'm Steph. And I'm Jill. And welcome back to Who Closed Last Night, episode three. Episode three. I know, third can you believe week. it? So crazy. Um, I just want to start this episode by saying I, for all of you, I will not record a podcast hungover ever again. That was literally. It's partially uh, my fault. <laughs> How is it your fault? We went live for like yeah, two hours. I know. Yeah, that was, that was rough, but today will be better and no more hangover podcasts for me. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with a story, but Steph, do you want to hear the story the episode will be named after first or should we save that for my last story? Mm, let's save it for your last story. Okay make them wait this episode is going to be named after jill's story so i'm so <laughs> one excited. of my stories um okay let me go okay so this story is really short um but and it's not necessary it's not restaurant related but it's customer service related <laughs> so um i had a customer ask me for rat poison last night to poison her neighbor's cat because they keep coming under her porch I didn't think people really did this. I did know I didn't know what to do, so I told her to call animal control and then told her I can't help her. Oh, could you imagine? I think that this person, yeah. So it's um the Reddit page Walmart. So they work at Walmart. <laughs> um, and then someone goes, the only thing you have to say is it's a controlled substance. I'll need to see your ID. But like, what would you do if? What if she fully <laughs> whipped out an ID? And then, like, you know she's going to yeah, kill her. Those cats are dead. Cat. Just shut the door on the porch. If it's Or just, mean. like, go, just let the cats on your porch. I know. It's a cat. What is it doing? It's killing, it's killing mice. That's what it's doing. You're welcome. I just had to, I just had to share that one That's because I was. insane. I like, read it and I was like, um, people like this exist? Right. Like, the balls on that lady. The I'd be pissed if somebody killed my cats. But my cats are animals. inside the house. Um, that was just a little a little icebreaker one. LA's a Karen. Um, okay. This one's on the subreddit page called Anti-Work. Um, gave a customer their tip back. Oh, um, boy. Tonight, I did something I never do. I wait tables at a Chicago deep dish pizza chain. I'm fairly proud of my work and always try to give my best service. Tonight, a table of two came in, ordered some beers, an app, and pizza. They received prompt and courteous service from me. Drink refilled on time, food brought out hot, check delivered as soon as they were done eating. Now when I give bad service, I know it. Usually it's because we're busy or I've made some mistakes with the order. When I'm out to, de- out to eat, I always tip well, even for poor service. But I don't get upset over a tip if my service is poor. I get it. Thus, couple received perfect service from me. This couple, I think they meant to say. Their bill was fifty-eight forty-eight. They left $62 and walked out. So I went over to the register, got out the change, walked to the parking lot, and handed it back to them. Wasn't rude. Just told them, it's okay. You can keep that. I'm effing done, dude. Edit. Would not have expected the sub to be one where tipping your effing waiter was controversial, but here we are. Oh. Edit two. For non-Americans that don't understand this, the federal minimum wage for waiters in is $2.13 an hour. Yes. Like, that's what we live on, is tips. Would you have walked into the parking lot? 
That's a what up. KG what up. KG fully what up. So I have done something similar to this, but not like I've never followed them into the parking lot. Right. But I've definitely been like, oh, I'll be right back with some change. Say it's like a $58 bill in this case. And they left me like 60. Oh, I've done that too. But like maybe by looking at it, you're like, they left an extra 20 maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'll be right back with some change. And they're like, no, 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 keep it. And then I count it and see that it's like literally like less than $2. Oh, and I put it back on the table. And I'll bring back the change with pennies and all. Right and be like, them at the thank bar. you so much. Yep. <laughs> Have a great day. And I've seen like some, most people don't mean, I mean, I can't say most. Some people don't mean to do it. Right. You know, they're like, oh my gosh, I thought that was a 20. Like, I'm so yeah. sorry. But <laughs> following them. Follow, yeah. I oh, love this. That was a great one. Um, sometimes I wish I could. So this has 14.5 thousand upvotes. This, this, a lot of people commented 6,000, 6,600 people commented on this. Holy crap. Um, the most, uh, that's something about Chicago. So that doesn't really make sense. So don't read that comment, but, <laughs> um, wow. People went on and on about this Chicago pizza place. Oh my god, We're gosh. not from Chicago. So no, we're from Massachusetts. Um, someone commented, the most awarded comment said, I was surprised to read that in America, the tips are part of their wage and their hourly pay is only two fifty approximately. That wage scheme is some real bullshit. Abolish tipping and pay these people living wage directly from their employer. Okay. Well to live here where we are now, we would need to be paid at least $50 an hour <laughs> to, to, just to scrape by. I know. So I'm like, I actually remember, remember when that was like a thing we had to vote on if we yes. wanted to like. Because they did it in California. They got rid of tipping. I'd rather be tipped. I would rather be tipped as well. Because people are very generous most of the time. Well, usually. (laughs) Not in this situation. Last night I had a customer. It's a couple. They sat there for hours in the corner of the bar. They had three beers each. And they ordered nachos to eat there. And then they took, like, dinner home, like, to-go food. And their bill was, like, $102. They tipped me 10 doll hairs. 10. 10. And I was like, what? You know who I love? And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about right away. The the couple that comes in and they pay us hourly. Like if they're like, if I spend one hour, you get $20. If I spend two hours, you get $40. Yep, yep, yep. Because yep. they could spend all day there. All day. And, it's, and they make it worth it for you. Yes, I know. They're like, we know how much it costs for us to take up your seats. Yeah, I love them. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So I love this person. Oh. <laughs> I love that that person did that. Yes. That was great. I feel like KG would do that. I think that's one of the... I wouldn't cut them off. I'd cut the customer off. I'd cut the customer off, but but not not, the employee. No. Yep. That was good. Wait, was that too... Well, that first one didn't really count. That was just a little quick one. That was a little baby one. Um, All right. We'll do this one because it's not super long. And then I'll do the... Yeah, the other one. Um, a customer won $1,300 at my bar and tipped me $2. Um, he bought a round for the bar that rang out to be about $94, and I gave him a nice $15 discount since he upped my sales. I know he won it by himself, but I can't help but feel pissed. If he pocketed all of it and gave me nothing, I'd be fine. The fact that he bought a hefty round, got it discounted by me, and then tipped me $2 is infuriating. Yeah. Why am I being, am I being greedy or is this kind of rude? Edit to clarify. I do not want a percentage of the man's winnings. What I want is an appropriate tip for the $94 in booze that I poured. At my bar, we encouraged to help the regulars 
um, out a few drinks when they buy rounds for the bar. I bought the man's beer, his shot, and his extra shot. This man is a regular who I see at least four times each week. That's like the guy that comes in and drinks Bud Lights and wins four fifty every fucking time. But he and, tips on it. Well, yeah, but then the, <laughs> then there was this group. Do you remember the couple that came to the bar and they sat there just drinking beers and they won like a hundred and sixty bucks on Kino and then another like forty bucks on Kino and then they tipped me ten dollars on a hundred and didn't tip me on the Kino. I was like, I was shook. Can we talk about really quick how at their bar they're encouraged to buy things for their regulars though? Yeah, no. I mean, I get like if they're like, oh, I'm gonna, sp- I'm gonna like, I just won thirteen hundred dollars. I'm gonna spend four hundred of it here. Right, right. But they should be buying you a drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not like, the other buy way. me a shift drink, babe. <laughs> you don't buy things for you. I mean, I guess I can see where they're coming from because they probably want to keep them coming back and stuff like that. Because obviously they're spending a decent amount of money there. Right. But but do you want them to keep spending money there if they're tipping you two dollars no. on ninety four dollars? No. No. I literally would say keep your money. Yeah. I don't want your you, $2. You clearly need this more than I do. Yeah. Where's the $18 that you owe me for my tip? You're welcome. Welcome for your drink. I don't too. know why. Maybe I'm salty about tips this weekend. Probably. I don't know why my Probably. stories are all about tips. Yeah. So if you win, at least throw the person a 20. Right. Or at least tip 20% on, on your bill. On the bill, yeah. I wonder if they. I wonder if there's a backstory to it though. I wonder if they tipped good on their bill, just didn't tip good on. Right, because they it said they bought a round, so I'm assuming that and the round cost ninety four dollars. Right, so he was probably there before that, for like dinner or or even just drinks or whatever. I would have reversed the discount and then added it back on after making him pay properly, so you get tipped. LOL. F that guy. Discounts are a discretion. True, that's true. Yeah, but. Putting, reversing the discount and then adding it back on is stealing money. No, I guess not. No, he would just be taking the discount away from him. Right. He would be getting the money, the discount as his tip. Right. That's still stealing because I don't think he... He didn't intend on tipping that. So, yeah. And that money isn't... No one paid for that. Nobody paid for that. Well, she that, paid for that round. So, it would have been her money, right? Because she said, oh, true, I, true, I true. bought it. Mm-hmm. And then someone said, how exactly did he win the 1300 Someone said slot machines. Oh, and oh. also the, the, um, the OP's account got deleted. Oh, my gosh. That's weird. Maybe, they, maybe the guy that... <laughs> the guy that... Saw the Reddit saw, post. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't, you don't see that a lot. No. But they're deleted. They go back and... Like, this, the OP comments so much to other people. Can you still see their comments even though they yeah, were deleted? it just says, like, deleted. Oh, my gosh. Someone said, ew, that $2 for the entire round for the entire bar? Fuck that guy. Right? I personally would embarrass... Here's, like, some malicious malicious revenge petty stuff. Oh, God, I personally toxic. would embarrass that guy in front of everyone. He knows that it's not an appropriate tip. I don't do it often, but at my discretion, I feel someone needs a lesson. I'll give it to them. That's just me. <laughs> What would you do? I wish they said what they would do. But yeah, that's good. I would have been in like, the US, tip, tip your bartenders. Yeah. We need that. We do. You pay our rent. Your servers. <laughs> you literally pay for my electric <laughs> yeah. bill. Okay. Here is the story. The doozy. It's, the it's story. quick, but it's. <laughs> so I used to work for. First line, I'm kind of confused, but we'll talk about it after. I used to work in a restaurant where we would leave empty glasses on the table. Oh, like set up. 
Oh, okay. Like, okay, so this restaurant, like this setup, yeah, this restaurant must have set their tables with glassware yeah. before people show up. So I used to work in a restaurant where we would leave empty glass on the table. A woman in the restaurant didn't feel well and started to vomit. This reminds me of the story with I the know. lady puking on herself and <laughs> it's still worse, eating. It's oh, worse. God. But instead of running to the bathroom, she started grabbing the empty water glasses and vomiting in them. You're kidding me. She filled all the glasses on her table and even started grabbing them from others. She filled about five glasses with her vomit in the middle of the restaurant and then, <laughs> and then left them on the table for the servers to clean up. You're kidding. She didn't even tip. You're kidding. <laughs> it's the same lady. It's the same lady. When I saw this, I was like, this if is- you guys didn't listen to episode one, go listen to episode one right now. <laughs> oh my, could you imagine? I would throw up the entire, I could not clean that up. I could not clean that up. I would tell her to clean that up. Ma'am, if you're going <laughs> to throw up in my cup, don't do that. First of all, don't do that. Go to the fucking bathroom. Or I'd rather you do it. Throw anywhere, up on the floor. Anywhere. Throw up on the, cof- on the table. Because then you have to walk those glasses back to the kitchen with puke in them. Could you imagine Dump our Dump them in the trash. <laughs> Dylan and James would have a stroke. Okay. I'm just picturing our kitchen set up. I just like heavy swallowed. I'm picturing our kitchen set up and you have to like dump it into the the, 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 the bucket. Oh, the, the slop bucket. Oh my God. This fucking lady. And I she swear, didn't even tip. I swear every single person should have to work in the restaurant industry at some point in their life. Oh my God. Because she would have never done this if she no. ever had to clean that up. No. Do you... There was a meme going around for a while, and it was like, I wish every Karen had one busy brunch shift Mm -hmm. with a with a full patio. (laughs) Yeah, because they would never, no, never act the way they do. Exactly, they act entitled. Like how? It's gonna sound weird, but like when my kids have an upset stomach, it's happened. Like Jason's thrown up at freaking Olive Garden before, and before I let him do, I would catch it in my (laughs) hands versus letting him throw up in a cup on the table. Yes. Um, my brother one time walked in with my, some of my two brothers and my dad, they were really young, walked into like an Olympia sports when they were still a thing. Yeah. Oh, and, God. and you know how they have like those round clothing racks yep. that like you could stand you in the middle. You could hide in yeah. the middle. Yeah. So one of my brothers, um, opened it like a door and puked. You're Projectile me. vomited all over, all over the clothes. And my dad got him and left. I'm like, <laughs> dad. <laughs> That was so much ruined clothes. Like, he just full on threw up all... I mean, I wasn't alive yet, but right. when he told me the story... It was before was the like, restaurant business, so it's okay. We'll give, right. we'll give Dad that that break. <laughs> he just let full on lets my brother puke all over this clothes, and he didn't know what to do. Right. So he told the guy and then ran out the store. My son just puked all over your clothes and ran out the store. Oh, my God. I probably would have done the same thing. Uh, he just threw up over there. Um, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Instead of, like... Because we... Like, my parents... My dad used to own his own flooring company, so they... Mm-hmm. They like it was paycheck to paycheck. Like he could not oh, afford yeah. to buy all those clothes yeah. that just got puked on. Holy cow! Oh my god! But the puke lady is cut off. The puke. Cup. I feel like was she, she was she shit faced. I don't know, but I feel like she must have just gotten there if that whole table's water glasses were still empty. Yeah, or that's true. They were about to leave and they were empty. Yeah. Okay. But like she went to the other tables and grabbed their empty water glasses and puked in those you, too. She's like. How are you holding your puke? You're holding your puke that long to get different cups, but you can't make it to the bathroom. <laughs> what is she just like puke, puke, puke? And like, I'm not a, I'm not a clean puker. Like, it no. would not get in a cup. No, it would be everywhere. 
clothes. All over the table, all over <laughs> my hair. lap, everything. In my hair, on my shoes. There's been plenty of drunken nights where I'm like, Josh, pull over. Take my shoes. Take my shoes. <laughs> My shoes? <laughs> yeah, they're nice shoes, like heels, because we were out, and I just drank way too much. That's what you're worried about when you're about to throw up. You're like, take my shoes. Yes. Get these I'm out drunk. of here. <laughs> I would be worried about getting pulled over, like getting out of the car in time. <laughs> I would not have time to take I'm my like, shoes off. over right now. <laughs> As you're like unstrapping your heels to get them off your feet. I've done it. I've done it at least twice, right, Josh? <laughs> oh, maybe that's why he just got a little PTSD and went, oh. Yeah. Fully, fully PTSD. Oh my gosh, that was good. Puke cups. Puke cups. Puke cups. That was a great story. All right. I have, I have a couple. So the first one I'm going to read is called We're All Fighting Our Own Mustard War. Okay. Where do you find these crazy stories? I literally love this. Like, I feel like you're like the. I have the long story. You're like the the book that I'd want to read, and I'm like the educational book that yes. you have to read. Yes. <laughs> like, don't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, imagine. <laughs> so when I was in high school, I did my time at a local McDonald's. So I can, like, we have McDonald's, so. The place was an extraordinary cesspit, but the worst was the mustard guy. He was a repeat offender of completely ignoring the protocol of entering the drive through lane by driving around the building and past the menu, a process like so ordering through the drive through mm-hmm. a process which sets off an alert within the restaurant and lets someone know that you're there and ready to order. Because yep. I think they have the thing in the ground that like triggers when it's you like drive. It's like a doorbell. Or- yeah. Yeah. When like, <clears throat> or they probably hear it in their headset at McDonald's. It's like ding, ding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it says instead he would swoop in from the other side of the lot. And do a U-turn every time, ignoring the pressure pad and creeping up to the back window sideways. I'm stressed already. I can't picture it. I feel like he's backing into the I'm window. I'm picturing like the McDonald's next to Bailey's. Me too. <laughs> and it just wouldn't be possible there. So it must be a different setup. <laughs> and then just turning around. Backs up to the window. So he's like, okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Mustard man. So you have an idea. You'd have no idea he was there until he was banging on the window in a full-on froth. Certain the whole ordeal was your fault for not just standing there at the window waiting for his arrival. Taking his pissed off order was bad enough, but serving it to him at the pickup area was one billion times worse. When he was coming your way, you'd know it because the order on the screen would always say two cheeseburgers, only mustard, 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 mustard. I shit you not. Ew. I just picture this man smelling like mustard. Yeah. He probably smells like greasy long hair. Old cigarettes and mustard. (laughs) That's right. He wanted his cheeseburger soaked with mustard. They had to be sloppy and inedible. (laughs) They had to smear mustard down the inside of the bag. The wax paper wrapping had to slide off more mustard than paper. They had to be drenched with an insane amount of mustard. The grill people were familiar with him and he had a method and they had a method of pleasing him. They would basically soak the meat. Put cheese on, soak the cheese, then soak both sides of the bun with mustard, then sort of fold it all together. And by the time they were done, the whole place smelled like a nostril stinging, antibacterial gel smelling 
McMustard. <laughs> they literally should put that on the menu. Yes. Order the McMustard. Get the McMustard. You had to use a napkin to take the cheeseburgers directly off the grill from the grill person who made them. They would stain the metal shoot otherwise. What? You know how like they put... Oh, like our mustard sauce kind of... No, but you know how... Oh, like, the warming thing. Yeah, they, they, yes. like, they like load up the burgers and that like shoot. So yeah. they're saying like the mustard would get all over that. And if stain they didn't, that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you didn't get the yellow dye all over your hands. They were terrible. Oh, dye. Yellow oh dye. God. Mustard. It's like gross. One night after handling this process flawlessly, I gave the guy his bag of mustard burgers. I noticed out of the corner of my eye that he lingered in the spot for a moment after I closed the window, but he slowly drove away. Minutes later, he was back, and I only knew this from the muffled screaming coming from the other side of our window. I carefully slid it open, and there he was, a lap full of sloggy, soggy, sloppy yellow food, mustard smeared all over his shirt and pants, mustard all over his steering wheel, <laughs> mustard in his beard. Ew, he is exactly <laughs> how I pictured him. And he was freaking out about there not being enough mustard. <laughs> Does this guy have taste buds? I don't know. He probably has COVID. Over and over again. <laughs> he never got his taste and smell back. I calmly told him that he we would make his burgers again, and the grill person handed me two of the nastiest balls of mustard bread I'd ever seen in my life. When <laughs> we even filled a child-sized drink cup with more mustard for him. <laughs> oh my god. That guy cost them like $50 a burger. Yeah. I hope they're upcharging for all this fucking mustard. Um, I brought him the new burgers, quote unquote, and handed them to him with an apology, which he ignored. He opened the bag and inspected the mess and then hit the gas and made it almost all the way around the corner before reversing just to splatter the original not mustardy enough burgers all over the drive through window. So this guy should threw? not be allowed out of his house. No, he should not be allowed. I would not take his order ever again. No. So that's how I got to spend the rest of my night, standing outside with a spray bottle, scrubbing at globs of mustard in the crevices of the sliding window, stepping out of the way and waiting, covered in mustard and in tears between the incessant parade of drive through customers. Because of this experience, I'm exceedingly nice to people in service positions. Us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you. Probably to a creepy degree. Even if they're <laughs> terrible or rude or whatever, it helps to remember that everyone is fighting their own mustard war. Um, crazy needs, needs help, like professional. L help. Yes, he is not. I feel like he's like not okay, like not all there. But also, the entitlement to think that he can just like go back in, however he's getting to the window with, and he knows he's avoiding the plate that sets off the. Like he knows that. Oh, he fully knows that. He's doing it on purpose just to, like he he has some like pent up aggression that he just needs to get out or something, and he needs to go see somebody about it because throwing. Throwing food back in a drive-thru window? That's not the most concerning part to me. The mustard? He, it was all over him. Covered head to toe in mustard. And he's like, it's not enough. Literally covered yellow. He's yellow. He looks like a minion when he pulls back in the he like He goes, ew, to his glasses. <laughs> and it's not enough mustard. His whole truck is covered in mustard. Steering ew, wheel and all. I never want to encounter that man. No. He probably drinks mustard at home. Bring your own mustard then. That's so Don't gross. order out. I hope they, uh, honestly, guys, McDonald's, wherever you're at, I hope you guys upcharge for all of that mustard. Like, he owes you an extra $20 at Probably least. more than that. If he comes back all the time, didn't they say? A child-sized cup huh. of mustard. He's there all the time. I think I'd literally give him the biggest cup possible, 
like what's the biggest size at McDonald's, like extra large. L- yeah. And put the burger in the cup. Oh my god! And fill it with mustard. Fill it with mustard. And then hand Here's it to him. Here's your burger. And then he Find can it. use his dirty little mustard fingers <laughs> to grab the burger out. Dirty little mustard fingers. <laughs> Maybe that should be the episode. Dirty mm-hmm. little mustard fingers. Oh my god! I don't know. I'm still on the puke cups. I okay. That guy's disgusting. I would never serve him again. Disgusting. Like, the customer's not always right, and this is a time when you cut someone off. Yes. You just say, "I d- you can- you are not welcome back." Ever. You can sit here as long as you want the drive through and pound on the window, and I'm not <laughs> coming to serve you. And that's it. The end. Please leave. Or I'm going to call the police. But, like, oh my, I could not imagine. I, I bet if they went to corporate, corporate would have their well, back. Yeah, Because for that's sure. they don't want to lose that much money. No, because like, they're losing tons of money on just mustard and burgers because he's not happy because it's not floating in the bag of mustard. I, I wouldn't have even put it in a cup. I would have just poured the mustard in the fucking paper McDonald's bag. So it's like soaking, so, like, dripping. Through. Here's your burgers, babe. Find them. They're swimming in a bag of mustard. Try like, oh my gosh, just a big plastic boat. Byo Tupperware. Yeah. Yes. And we will fill your Tupperware and put your burgers in the Tupperware. <laughs> I, I just think it's so funny when they talk about like the metal chute too, like a mustard skid mark down it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like the all the other burgers get stuck because there's so much mustard. I just picture them like. Taking mustard, instead of oil and putting it on the grill for, like, the burger, they just take mustard and throw it on the they grill. They probably do. Flip it around, cheese, mustard, burgers. Like, they just dip the burger bun in mustard and pull it out and just sl- I just picture a yellow burger. Like, I no other color but yellow. I, I'm going, after this, I'm looking on my phone for the mustard burger guy. I bet there's a picture. I there's bet you no there, way, there has to be. There's no way people served him this long without taking a picture of his burger. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, cut him off. Rough. He's dead. He's done. Good night. We need the t-shirts that say. We, we do. You're cut off. You're cut off. <laughs> We're going to make them, guys. We're going to sell some merch. Um, oh, Josh is looking up the mustard guy. Oh, my gosh. Mustard burger guy. Google search. Stop it right now. Don't even. He does have glasses. Mustard burger guy. Wait. No. This is, that's not it. Okay. My next story was one that I wanted to read last week. But we picked the other one better. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. fucking great. The backroom orgy <laughs> oh my party. Gosh. So weird. Um, this one's called Like the End of Ghostbusters, but streaked with blood. Okay. Um, through high school and into college, I worked at a hot dog stand in Chicago, another Chicago. I know. What's up with Chicago? So weird. Called Flucky's. Somewhat surprisingly, it was a great job. The employees were a mix of high school students, burnouts, and illegal immigrants. And when we weren't just eating ridiculous amounts of food in the back, we generally just horsed around drinking and smoking pot in the alley. I mean, everyone else drank and smoked pot. I was way too boring and in high school. Anyway, if the owner wasn't in the office, nothing would get done. Hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one Saturday, I'm working the drive through and it's slammed. We'd just gotten... It put in, so they just got their drive-thru put in, okay. And it was the only hot dog place within miles with a drive-thru. So if anyone wanted a hot dog and didn't want to get out of their car, we were it. These were the days before electronic orders, so we had to call... We had to call burgers and Polish sausage into the grill. Okay, so they didn't have, like, the computers. They had to, like, physically go to the kitchen and say, hey, oh, well, I yeah. need this, um, and get the rest ourselves. Okay. In the middle of this huge rush, these guys come through the drive-thru. The owner of the place was in the office, and the drive-thru was piped in there, so he heard, he could hear everything. They ordered a ton of food 
burgers, fries, and drinks. The order came to over thirty dollars, which in nineteen ninety three was a crap load of food. Like probably like a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the rush, it took forever, and the cars were backed up the entire length of the drive through. There was a curb, so there wasn't even a way to pull out. There was a lot, and the lot was filled, so there was nowhere for them to go. It took about ten minutes to get their food, which is an entire an eternity on the drive through. I couldn't imagine sitting there for ten minutes. Sorry. Josh just pulled up something really strange. Wow. Josh. <laughs> okay, we're going to read that one. Um, anyways. Cars were honking behind them and people were coming up to the window to yell at us. I finally have their order ready and I read it back to these two guys, probably college students, definitely stoned. I get about halfway through and the driver says, oh, wait, no, that's not what we wanted. That was what we wanted to get at McDonald's instead. Then they drive away, leaving bags of food behind. So they said, wait, no, that's not what we wanted. We wanted to go to McDonald's instead. That's 100% why McDonald's has that pay window before their pickup window, because they probably don't even start it until you pay. Exactly. Yep. Well, that's, wow. Yeah. That's like a full circle moment. I didn't even think of that before. I'm always so annoyed. I'm like, why do I have to pay before I get my I know. But, like, I'm I'm not a Karen, so... (laughs) Um, the next half hour is hell, which dozens of incredibly pissed off customers with cut. Okay, Stephanie. The next half hour is hell with dozens of incredibly pissed off customers to deal with. I'm apologizing and calling the manager over constantly. Then I hear a familiar voice over the drive through. It's the same guys. Laughing and placing a second huge order. I would say no. Yes. No. This time for hot dogs, Italian beefs and shakes. Again, it all goes to hell. Everything takes forever, and I've got eight large handmade shakes to make. Each of which is a multi-step process. That alone takes 15 minutes. At the end of which, the first few shakes have melted. Finally, they arrive at the window. I get their order ready. I'm dripping with sweat, and the floor is littered with wrappers and food. I lean out, give them the total, and the driver laughs. What took so long? Anyway, I forgot my wallet, so just cancel the order. I would call the police. I would lip that is. I can barely understand what he said. It's so inconceivable that he would even do that. After a couple seconds, someone plugs my brain back in and I see red. Like literally. I used to get nosebleeds and one suddenly goes off. The blood is streaming down my face. I turn the, to the counter, pick up a four, a four count tray of large chocolate shakes and hurl it through the window into their car. It exploded magnificently and I had dripped blood into it as well. The inside of their car looked like the end of Ghostbusters streaked with blood. They start screaming and I just turned around bloody and covered with the splashback of chocolate shakes dripping in sweat. The owner comes out to yell at me, takes one look at me and just sends me on break. The entire incident was never spoken of again. Okay, my guy, if you... Greg wrote that. If you are getting so angry or getting massive nosebleeds... Please see a doctor. That is... But, like, more power to you for (laughs) throwing those shakes through the window. He's, like, shaking. He's, like, Imagine being, like, a Karen in a car, and all of a sudden the the guy at the McDonald's drive-thru is, like, vibrating, and then blood (laughs) just... And then... I'm, like, he's... He's um he had a stroke. Possessed. Yeah. No, he has a demon inside of him. He's not okay. But I probably would too. I would probably be that I, mad too. Yeah, I, I would have been pissed. 
wow, the image that was good writing, Greg, because that, like, yeah, you did some good storytelling. I have an image in my brain of. I know that was great. The ending was probably the best part. I would have been so furious if somebody did that to me twice and they think it's a fucking joke. They're like, LOL, we forgot our wallet. LOL, we meant to go to McDonald's. But also, don't have shakes on your drive-thru menu if they're going to take 15 minutes apiece. Right. Right. Drive-thru definitely is not easy. No. I don't like, but, wow. I used I, to work at a Dunkin' Donuts and the drive-thru was probably my favorite thing to do, but it was like, it was because it was so fast-paced. Right. Everything at Dunkin' And I think like that's why I ended up being a bartender. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> everything is so fast-paced. Um, my last one, I have, it's like really short and it's not really, um, I mean, it is restaurant based, but it's more about a customer. Like a mm-hmm. customer wrote this in and there being a complete Karen. Um, so <clears throat> I was in law school and it was a Friday night after a rough week of classes and exams, along with several classmates and our dates, we went to a small locally owned restaurant near the university, which served mostly Italian food. Our party grew as the evening progressed, ending up with about 12 people. Many pitchers of beers were consumed along with the suitable pastas and pizzas. But the service was slow and inattentive. And when it came, it was condescending and arrogant, correcting our pronunciation of Italian terms on the menu. So I'm just picturing pizza co right now. Someone being like, someone being like, gnocchi. No, yeah. it's gnocchi. No, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the server's like rude and what, like slow, whatever. Um, it took forever to get drink refills and food was served cold while our waiter con- our waiters congregated with other servers near the bar engaged in chit-chat. By the time we were ready to go, everybody at the table had had enough of the poor, contemptuous service and it was agreed that I would handle the check when it came after collecting shares from my friends. We were paying cash and when the waiter returned my change, I left one penny in the tray and we departed. When I reached my car in an adjacent parking lot, Our waiter came to me and said, Mister, you forgot something. What is it? I asked. A penny, he said. I responded, I didn't forget it. You earned it. Which left him speechless and our crowd highly amused. Wait, that's like my first story. Yes. (laughs) So, but it's like the customer wrote the story in. I, I don't know how to feel about that because I feel like me as a person being a server or a bartender or whatever, like in the restaurant industry, I feel like, um... I have to tip. Maybe that guy was having a, a shitty day. Whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like as the customer, instead of just I, doing that, I probably would have been like, hey, just so you know, like my experience wasn't the best. Yeah. Um, I I feel like the service wasn't good or the food wasn't good or whatever. Like you can speak up. Because yeah. what if they were having a bad day and then they're like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm just I'm off, off today. today. Yeah. yeah. But for him to be like doing nothing and like just shooting the shit at service bar, like we've all done um (laughs) but being like rude about how we're talking i don't know maybe maybe that guy maybe the writer was having a bad day and like just assumed that he was being contemptuous and was actually like the guy was like i'll have gnocchi and the waiter was like okay gnocchi right like repeating it back to him yeah yeah i don't really know how to feel i don't know who i think it's always wrong to not tip but i also think that like they could have said something to oh, probably rectify the sure. situation. Like, hey, my food's cold. Like, I can't stand when someone you, you like someone's paying and they're like, oh, my food wasn't even good. And yes. they're like, I checked back two minutes after you got your food and you said it was good. Like, you should have told me. Yeah. Because then I would have gotten you something that you do want and that you can enjoy. Or you're sitting there talking to whoever you're at the bar with and your food gets cold. Like, hmm. it's not going to stay hot forever. Hmm. So That's not on, like, a heating pad. <laughs> right. 
but I thought that was a good Dang. one to. That is a good. That is a good story. I I can't even figure out like who's in the wrong because there's like not really much of a backstory to it, so it's hard to say whether or not they were wrong or whatever. Sounds like the customer probably is a Karen. Oh, for sure. But a law student. This may have been a justified, <laughs> a, a justified one. A justified Karen incident. Like there, there are steps they could have taken to make the situation better. Because like the server can't read your mind. Maybe, right, right. maybe that server like, because you read a table differently. Every table you read differently. Like there are tables I can joke with. There's tables I can't joke. Right. With. They're like super. So serious. maybe maybe the server like treats every table the same and like yep. and it works for half the tables and doesn't work for half the tables. Yeah. So he so, thought they were joking and he. But also the table didn't say like, oh, my food's cold. Oh, my, like, can I, like, I don't, I would have gone up to another server and been like, hey, we haven't seen our server in a while. My food's cold. Can I get something? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But I just thought that was crazy. That is. Left him a penny. And then followed him out to the car. Yeah. And then the server, like, in your story. (laughs) It's funny, though, because me and Jill pick these stories out separately. Mm -hmm. So. Our brains must be on the same plane today. Crazy talk. Um, with that being said, that is the end. Just kidding. Josh has something to say. We went out to eat uh, last week, right? And we've eaten at this restaurant several times. I won't say the name. And kind of in tune with what you guys were just talking about, the service there, I think, is absolute crap. <laughs> but you guys keep going back there. Because why? And and what can what do you think the restaurant could do to rectify that situation? Since I feel like Jill has more of a the background on the management. I know exactly side. what's happening there. Okay, so that's my uh, that's my question to you guys. Yeah. So said restaurant. The manager at that restaurant wants to make all the money. So instead of staffing themselves appropriately. They're staffing themselves so that they get to be the bartender, they get to be the server, right. and they're the manager. So, like, they're spread so thin. Like, there are situations where we've had to be yeah. managers, servers, whatever. Oh, for but sure. usually it's just when we're short-staffed. Like, never would we opt to be like, oh, no, on a Friday night, like, I'll manage and bartend. Like, no. no. We try not to. So, I've actually heard directly from our, my favorite server at that restaurant. I love That him. when the manager's on, the manager takes the bar and all the bar tables. That's what the problem is. And that's probably why he was on the other side of the restaurant. Always. And he's the best. He's literally great. Unless the manager says, it's too busy. I need you to take a table. That's so sad. Right. Well, I feel like they only ever have two people on at a time. And we only ever go for lunch on like a Monday. Yeah. (laughs) Which they probably don't expect to be busy. Right. But I also think the restaurant industry, at least the past three years, has like suffered so bad. We've taken a heavy hit. For sure. Nobody wants to work. No, or at the beginning of COVID, they all left the industry because they didn't know when they'd be able to go back to their job. So they all right. got like work from home jobs and they get to stay mm-hmm. at home and not like deal with Karen's all the time. It. And, yeah. you know, I don't think I could do that, though. I would be bored out of my mind. I know. I like interacting. With people. But there are a lot of restaurants I find myself going to over and over again that I'm like, oh, the service is great again. Like there's one up at the lake that we go to and I like they have a stiff drink. Like you need yeah. you don't need more than one. <laughs> I don't need more than one. <laughs> I have one drink there and i order a second one and halfway through my second one i'm like i did not need that second nope. one and the service over the past few years has gotten absolutely horrible oh that's too bad and like the food's good so like once you get your food once you get to take a place in order like right. we sat at my parent me and my parents and i 
sat at the bar for 30 minutes last time we were there. And the bartender, who I think is also maybe the owner, yeah, acknowledged us many times, but then kept bringing alcohol into the kitchen. We could see him. <gasps> yeah. And then it took 30 minutes for him to come greet us. What do you think he was doing? Drinking. Oh, my gosh. That's why we can't drink on the job. We can't concentrate. Mm-hmm. I would not be okay. And then, like, I ordered my drink and he had to check back with like i'm sitting at the bar so it's not like you're walking back and forth to a table yeah he looked at me and and had to keep asking me what i ordered i'm like you're drunk <laughs> go home <laughs> you're literally drunk oh but the the one guy at the rest had said restaurant i love him and like the whole reason josh and i go back is for him he's great right he's- i wish i could request him every time i know i mean i'm sure we could we could walk in and be like i want to sit where he's right but then we don't get to sit at our our usual i know it's rough i know it's sad to think about because you know like people have been to our restaurant and had one bad experience and will never go back because of that experience right but then we're like we'll go back 700 times knowing exactly the experience we're gonna have we're fully gonna sit there for 20 minutes after ordering a a martini and not get it so well and and the food i ordered like i was just violently hung over again i think so i didn't eat yeah (laughs) And, and the guy's like Oh, I'll take it off. I'm like, no, no, no. You really don't have to. Like, it was totally me. And then I don't have a microwave at my house, so I wasn't going to bring it home. Right. And he took it off, which was nice. Like, it that was, was yeah. the right thing. But, like, I insisted. Like, I, it was nothing was wrong with the food. It was me. You're like, no, sir. I have been drinking for six <laughs> days. Please don't take it personally. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was such a blur. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, guys. That was, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that again. We're not going live again like that. Well, we probably will, but not when we have to do a podcast the next, the next day. <laughs> And it was like a late podcast. Like, I feel like if I got up in the morning it and was. could do it in the morning, yeah. it would have been fine. Yeah. That's why I just went to work and saw Jill and I was like, guys, we're we're doing early podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like AM. Yeah. I texted Jill this morning and I was like, Jill, what time are you coming over? She's like, I don't know. I'm going to do the scanning at 11. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be over. <laughs> That's early for me. <laughs> that is. I'm, On our day usually off. Usually you're up early. I know. I'm up like, early. You usually text me like at 830. I'm like, Jill, what? I'm still sleeping. <laughs> I was up at 630, but then I watched House of Dragons. Okay. That was on last night. So yeah. that was an hour of my yeah. time. I had to take the dogs out in the rain, Ugh. feed the dogs, let them out again before I came. Do had to take a shower, blow dry my hair. Oh, yeah, because Josh doesn't have to help. He's working, working his little life away. And then went to my parents and then chatted with them and then came here. Oh, my gosh, I love I think I did pretty good on timing. That's so cute. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, I was up at 6.30. I could have been here at, like, 9. But... <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we appreciate you all so much. Thank you for downloading and listening and liking and following. Um, you can find me on TikTok at Hey, it's Steph one And you can find me at jill facts on tiktok um and also our work page at alamo nh and our podcast tiktok who closed last night um please write some write-ins like we want to hear your stories they don't have to be restaurant or bar related they can be any customer service or if you were a customer that did something and you want to share your story mm-hmm. or if you had a server or a customer service worker do something to you share that story um we do have a write-in submission on all of those tiktok pages that we talked about All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. On to episode four. Keep it weird.